Now, it's health and well-being with naturopath Peter Mullen. And for the very last time in 2018, it is a big welcome to Peter Mullen with health and well-being. How are you feeling? Last program, all ready to go? Yeah, very excited, mate. It's, it's very nice, Mark, thinking that um, Christmas is around the corner. Um, we have a t- couple of weeks off, so that's always a nice break at this time of year. But, of course, it's still, we've still got Christmas to get through, and you've brought in your Christmas survival guide today. Oh, and, and Ten su- tips. <laughs> Christmas is something to be survived, <laughs> as well as hopefully enjoyed and a peaceful time of year. But, um, yeah, my top ten, top ten tips to stay healthy over the Christmas period. But first, we're, we're taking a trip to Storyland. <laughs> that's right, Mark. So <clears throat> I was talking with a, a patient this morning, actually, and just about, um, well, just a, a few things. But, you know, this time of year it's easy to get caught up and it's busy and it's this and it's stressful and, you know, and, and, I, and my top tips are how to survive the Christmas period. But this client of mine this morning had a really good, he just caught up with an old mate of his recently and um, somebody he hadn't seen for quite a while and he said, you know, the benefits have, of having a good belly laugh, he said there's nothing compares to that. And I said, you know what? Like I said, I know for me, when I do have a good belly laugh, you know when you go out with really good friends, you have a good belly laugh and you think, I can't remember the last time I've had a really good laugh like Mm, this? Yeah. That's how you know, I reckon, that your head's been in the wrong space. If you think about about this last 12 months and, you know, you don't always realise that you've been stressed, that you've been a bit flat, you've been a bit, you know, out of of sorts, until you do have that realisation that, hang on a minute, Life isn't doesn't have to be feel as bad or heavy as what it is. That you can actually have a good belly laugh. Things aren't as serious as what they seem. And I thought that's probably a good just starting point heading into this Christmas season is to think, you know what? Why not make this Christmas the calmest, the most peaceful, and just choose not to stress about a lot of the silly things that we sometimes get caught up in. It sounds like and would have been a nice place to finish, Peter. But we're starting there instead. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, you, you'd think we're climbing the uh, you know Mount Kosciuszko or something, wouldn't you? Surviving this, but look, tip number one: you want us to be picky about our parties. Oh, look, absolutely, and this is this is me to a T. My wife, we often say that she would go to the opening of an envelope, whereas <laughs> I would I, I I'd I'd much rather just stay at home. Um. So. Sorry, that was my wife sending me a text. Um, yeah, so my wife would rather go to the opening of an envelope rather than, you know, miss out on a party, whereas I would much rather stay home and, you know, go to the ones that are essentially essential. So you're, you're saying maybe meet somewhere in the middle, like pick the ones that are, that are critical? Or, well, you know, you know, sometimes you'll get, you'll get asked to a heap of events and half of them you're really keen to go to and the other half you're thinking, oh, you know what? I could give this one a miss. Choose choose the ones that you really want to do. Mm. Like oftentimes no one's going to miss us if we're not there. And, um, you know, you're saving yourself having to go out and drink and eat stuff that you maybe wouldn't normally do. So choose your parties, speaking, number one. Yeah, speaking of uh, eating, uh, you, the idea of packing some protein. So is this what to the party or just to, <laughs> to get around Christmas? <laughs> So again, it's that whole concept of you know Christmas can be a little bit out of control from a um, food point of view. So this idea of eating some protein before you go. So if you go into a function and you know there's only going to be you know nibblies or finger food, it's not going to actually be a sit down meal with you know meat and vegetables. Have a snack before you go, so you're not getting there starving, hungry. 
and um, or even have your dinner before you go. So you're more likely than just to, you know, sit on a glass of wine or, um, or, or even worse, you go to the party, then you all grizzle about how stingy they were with food, and you you whip through a drive through on the way home, which is the the worst yeah, outcome. Absolutely, absolutely. And then you're eating really late as well. So. Yeah, chicken, and, and even when you're at a party, try and go more for the, the chicken drumsticks or the chicken satay sticks rather than the, you know, meat pie with the pastry or the sausage roll or whatever. Uh, but they'll still be loaded up with the sugary sauces, Peter, come on. <laughs> well, gotcha. look, the other, thing, the other thing I always say as well is don't waste your calories on junk food. So if you go to a party, don't even start on nibbling on, you know, the salted nuts and the, um, the chips and the lollies. Like, go and have, have the cherries, get a plate and get some fruit on your plate and then maybe have some chicken satay sticks so you sort of stick to you know more you can still do your best to eat whole foods as you can and that does bring us to the drink so tips three and four <laughs> are all about that number one drinking in moderation yeah look it, it is it's a challenge for all of us sometimes going to a party particularly if you haven't been out for a while you can get a bit carried away and think you're 20 or 30 again and all of a sudden you've had a few more drinks under your belt than what you thought was you know maybe a responsible thing to do and then someone shows you the photos and then you <laughs> And who wants to be that person at the office party the next day? I'm happy to be the person showing the photos, but not the person <laughs> in the photos. So you're drinking in moderation, but then we're kind of we're going to pick which drinks that you want us to eat, have too. Well, also too, so drinking in moderation means that, you know, before you go to the party, you might, if you're taking your own alcohol, take, you know, take as many drinks as you think is reasonable to have. You know, take one bottle of champagne and share it with a friend. Or take, you know, four stubbies of beer if you think... If you take six, you'll drink six. But if you take four, you'll just sit on four. Um, have a drink of water between meals. You know, I'm not, I'm not one to say don't have any alcohol, even though, you know, it's not a great... It is a toxin. Um, I'll have a couple of glasses of wine, maybe a couple of good beers over the Christmas period. But we don't have to get smashed every time that we go out. And I think... You know, the young ones particularly have that culture of, you know, binge drinking. But going out with a responsible idea of how much you're going to have and then pace yourself, you know, try not to get in shouts with a big group of people. Apart from the cost, is um, you sort of feel a bit pressured. But have a drink, have a drink of water or soda water between drinks. And also we're picking which ones, which drinks to have this in terms of spirits. Yeah, well, for drinking alcohol, choosing the right types of alcohol is a little bit like choosing healthy food choices. So choosing the right types of alcohol, uh, if you know, stick with, um, if you like beer or wine or champagne, have, have those in moderation, but just watch the yeast as well. But don't go for those cans of spirits and Coca-Cola. Like the amount of sugar in those is just crazy, even though we're, we're saying sugar's bad and alcohol's probably worse. But don't go for the mixes. You know, if you're going to have a spirit, have like a vodka and soda maybe with some um, fresh lime or lemon juice in it. Or have a gin and a gin and soda rather than a gin and tonic with a slice of cucumber in it. So you can sort of pick lower calorie choices that, you know, you'll still enjoy and you don't have to get caught up in all that sugary madness. Counting Mount Everest or something with these tips. We, we, a lot to get through at Christmas time. It's very stressful. <laughs> well, remember this year we're going to have a peaceful Christmas. Yeah, with lots okay. of belly laughs, if you say so, and that that maybe one way to get rid of the stress is to take your tip number five on board and try just not to do everything. Yeah, well, look, it's one of those things. Like Christmas, we we try and fit everything into you know where we haven't caught up with people all year. Often family, we try and make sure that we try and see everyone on Christmas Day. 
And then we want to try and do it all ourselves as well. So Christmas can be impossible if you do try and take it all on yourself. So make sure to ask. It's common sense. Make sure to ask family to bring a plate. Like we go to, we're going to my brother-in-law's this year up at Vasey, and um, we always take take food along. Um, my brother-in-law's wife, um, Christy's a great cook as well as my wife's a great cook. So we have a really lovely day of fresh food. But everyone, everyone brings something. So share the load. Um, and you'd be surprised how much easier your day can be. And also, too, who wants to spend all the time in the um, kitchen? Oh, no, now, keep in you. mind, <laughs> I, I say this like I'm the one that's doing all the food preparation. In my house, I don't do a great deal, I must say, except for pack the car and, you know, lug stuff around. I, so. I did like it how you got that nice little smooth compliment to both of the ladies, how wonderful a cook they were. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> it wasn't sort of contrived. It was just, by the way. Yeah, no, it is true. Um, and you can also apply the same principle to presents as well. Like we've only just started doing this the last few years at work, and I don't know why we haven't done it sooner. Um, the idea of doing a secret Santa for a staff, like a staff member or family member, rather than then having to buy everybody something. And see, I reckon those things can be very stressful because the first of all, there's a limit on how much you can spend, yeah. and then it's trying to find something cool that will actually work so i'm i'm actually not a big fan of the secret santas what do you do Surprise. what do you do in your family you're not a big fan of, of christmas <laughs> overly oh no it's all about the kiddies isn't it you yeah know, of you, course. Get, you get that right and then you got to get yourself something and then you just get everybody else after that so that's all yeah, okay okay i'll do that this weekend um once you've decided that you're not going to do everything and be all things to all men over christmas leaves a bit of time to keep up that exercise yeah, look, I, I always, we shut for two weeks um, at our place, work-wise. And, um, you know, towards this end of the year, it can be a bit difficult, I find, for me, time-wise, to keep up with my exercise. So I always have a plan, again, for the Christmas, for the two-week period, to try, I'll try and swim every day or go for a walk or um, we might take the dogs for a walk in the afternoon. But I'll try and actually use Christmas, rather than think of it as a rest and do nothing, I'll actually try and use Christmas as a way of getting back on track with my exercise. So, and, you know, it's just as tempting to leave exercise on the back burner. So, But having a plan for your exercise really makes a big difference. And then, of course, we get on to the sweets, the desserts, the cakes. Oh. <laughs> well, tip number seven, have your cake and eat it too. So for me, Christmas for me, one of my favourite things to have over Christmas is one of my patients... Um, her and her daughters make me this amazing um, Christmas pudding. They've been making it for years and years and years, and I'm so appreciative of it. But um, my favourite thing to eat at Christmas time that I don't eat at any other time of the year is Christmas pudding or Christmas cake. So I will, you know, get this wonderful Christmas pudding. We'll share a bit, just a small amount, with our other guests on Christmas Day. Um, but for me, I'll have that's one of my treats over Christmas. It would be to have a bit of Christmas pudding. So rather than think that you know you're going to run loose and eat everything that's sugary, choose one or two things that you really enjoy over Christmas and have those as your treat. Let your hair down a little bit, but um, just don't go overboard. Which does bring you to point number eight. It is okay to cheat a little. Yeah, look, absolutely. During the holidays, give yourself you know at least a couple of meals a week um, that you might think of as cheap meals. Pick them, plan for them, and enjoy them. Um, and, you know, my goal for a lot of um, my patients over Christmas is to come back the same weight. So if you can go into Christmas, I don't expect anyone to lose weight over Christmas, but if you come back the same weight after Christmas, because I think for a lot of us, Christmas two weeks, and we've all put on two kilos that, 
you know, then it's going to be difficult to get off. So go into it with a plan. Plan plan what you're going to allow yourself to have, what treats you're going to have. Maybe you're going to allow yourself to drink a few more glasses of wine or champagne. But come that two-week period, we want to sort of, you know, pull the pin and get back on track. Well, it's, it is close, isn't it? The weekend was definitely more summery than today. But it was. It's only for you in terms of the radio show. It's only five minutes away from now, so... <laughs> Looking forward to that. Mind you, I've still got two weeks of work. Of actual pretty work. flat oh, out oh, over a, the top. There's, but there's always a catch somewhere, isn't there? Absolutely. Look, we're wrapping through your uh, Christmas survival guide. Two more points to go. And this one, uh, I'm not sure what to do with this. Number nine, don't eat with people who give you indigestion. <laughs> this is Look, this is my... Um, um, uh, this is something I said probably years and years ago when I was first on the radio and it caused a bit of ruckus with my relatives. And they had your back. And basically I said, you know, and the main tip is at Christmas is don't eat with... If you want to avoid digestive issues over the Christmas period, don't eat with people you don't like. Mm. So didn't I get a ribbing that Christmas day? Well, particularly from the relatives that, oh, we can't make it to your house this year, Artie Beryl. We, we're just not going to make it. But so, you live around the corner. Yeah, so Christmas, Christmas again, for a lot of people, Christmas can be really stressful. Um, you know, and it's, it's Christmas really this year we've decided is going to be peaceful and calm and lots of fun. So, um, you know, for all of us, there's people in our life that do make our lives a bit more difficult or stressful. And, you know, sometimes the best thing we can do is steer clear of these people, like surrounding ourselves with people that, that do love us and do care about us and happy and fun to be around i mean you can't always reorganize your christmas mm. day but you know it's a thought for the new year about you know thinking about who you spend time with and who you'd like to be spending more time with i'm going to be a bit too harsh here if they're not enhancing your life just block them cut them out we don't need those people in our lives peter yeah that's right that's right like it's looking at where negativity is sort of creeping into our lives that we can get away with not having so yeah start on don't start on christmas day i probably you know don't really mean to say cancel half of your christmas list but you know <laughs> number 10 i do like and that is don't get hung up on the perfect christmas i mean we see it in the movies these perfectly wrapped gifts these trees that probably took a month for the tv studio to get together and we think we can do that at home you can't no one you're not that good give up now yeah look i think you know this this day and age like there's so many different versions of what constitutes a, 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 a normal family. You know, there's, there's, there's blended families, there's mixed families, there's families with two, two sets of parents. So I think we can all put a lot of pressure on ourselves that everyone has to see everyone on Christmas Day. So really, it, it, Christmas these days, you know, goes for a week or two. So I think taking the pressure off ourselves, it's all going to happen on the day. Um, definitely, you know, there's no such thing, as you said, as a perfect Christmas. So if you get to spend time with your family, you can have a relaxing time on the day, enjoy some good food and good company, you know, maybe over a few days so everyone gets fitted in, um, then I think that's definitely a good good goal. Like, you know, the old saying is there's no such thing in life as being perfect. And, um, you know, we're going to talk more about that. In the, That can be the theme for next year. There's no such thing as perfect. Uh, I think when you come back, your first program is going to be about weight loss. So <laughs> if, you, if you fail at Peter's Survival Guide for Christmas, he's got you covered the uh, first Tuesday after Australia actually, Day. Actually, you know what? I think the topic for after Christmas mm. is that's when we usually do our weight loss talks. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Mate, thanks for a great 2018. Yeah, you too, Mark. It's and, been great fun. And uh, we will catch you again first Tuesday after Australia Day, the end of January. How about that? We're talking into next year 2019 already. and thank you to um all the listeners out there as well that have followed up with phone calls and you know have come in to see us over the time and it's really um really is nice that people 
you know, take an interest in their health. So that makes it all the more special. Particularly if, if you don't look after yourself, no one else will look after That's you. That's it. Uh, thanks, Peter. Have a great 2080. Great Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Mark. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>